Welcome to this week's podcast from Free Chapel in Orange County. We hope that you enjoy this encouraging message. For more information on our church family, visit freechapel.org forward slash OC. Today, we're going to go to a passage of scripture, the same one talking about um, freedom. And the Bible says this, Jesus is talking to the Jews who had believed in him. Verse 31, it says, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. They answered him, we are offspring of Abraham. We've never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever, but the son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. So one more time, verse 35 and verse 36 is where we'll be today. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. If you have a Bible, circle that word sets. If you don't have a Bible, uh, that's okay. You can mentally circle it. And we're going to talk about this. I want to just preach to you from this title. Check your settings. Check your settings. I was uh, a couple months back, my phone wasn't working properly. How many know the phone trouble is the worst kind of trouble? And I was frustrated because my phone wasn't sending text messages. It wasn't connecting to uh, the network. And uh, I was just having a hard time using my phone. And I just was getting so frustrated because I'm like, if your phone doesn't work, what, like, it's not good for anything. I'm finding myself not being able to call somebody. The call drops. And I'm like throwing it out the window. Not really, but like, that's what I wanted to do because I was so frustrated. I, this is how I know I'm dating myself because uh, as I get older, I just find I'm so defeated by when technology doesn't work properly, right? I'm like, this is just a stupid piece of metal. Do what you're supposed to do. And so I had uh, gotten frustrated, ended up taking my phone uh, to the Apple store. And they tried a couple different things. They tried to look at some of the different settings. They tried to clean out the cookies, which if you don't know, is like the, the most upsetting term there ever was. It's cookies is like what they'll install on your phone to track your behavior, but they call it cookie. I'm like, that's kind of like, hey, do you want some candy? Like parents, we have told our kids, don't listen to it. That's what they do with our phones. And so they tried to clean that out, didn't work. And so the last thing they said is the, the, the very last thing to do for someone like you is to reset all of your settings. You have to restore your phone back to how it arrived from the factory. How many know sometimes settings need to be reset? could be a hard reset, could be a soft reset. Sometimes settings, they need to be reset. The same is true many times in our lives, that as we're talking about settings, many of us today, as we're talking about freedom, we are in need of a reset. We're in need of a reboot. We're in need of just a moment where we kind of begin to check our own settings. Because I found this to be the case, that many times when something in our lives is out of order, it's usually an indication of something wrong on the inside. Many times in our lives, when there's something going crazy on the outside, it usually is a good chance for us to observe on the inside to begin to check our settings, to begin to understand on the inside what's going on in the, on the inside of me. Many of us, we're not living in freedom Monday morning. We're not living in freedom on Wednesday at noon. We're not living in freedom on Friday night. And we're thinking, why can't I be free? Why can't I remain in freedom? And we're trying to intellectualize it. 
We're trying to correct it. We're trying to rationalize it. But can I just suggest to you today, the problem of freedom is not external, it's internal. Freedom is a setting in your heart. Freedom is an internal setting. And if you want lasting transformation, if you want lasting freedom, you've got to have a setting reset. You got to begin to check your settings because true freedom is not something that is only external. Freedom has to be on the inside of you. Freedom has to take root in your life. It has to take root in your heart, not only to experience freedom, not only to talk about freedom, not only to walk in freedom, but to remain free. You have to be set free. So check your settings. Check your settings today. Jesus said, for whom the Son sets free is free indeed. We have to set ourselves in freedom. Jesus said, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Set is a Greek word. It, remains, it, it, it means to be in an established position. It means to have a fixed place. To be set in something is to be fixed conclusively or authoritatively. Set is to be fixed in a position. I am set somewhere. We set a sail on a boat to make sure that no matter what way the wind blows, we stay on course. We set our phone into airplane mode to make sure the ringer doesn't go off, especially in church. We set our settings. We set a sail. We set our, our maps, the directions in a certain place to, to know that no matter which way the route would take us, we're going to get to the destination that we want. We set concrete that in order to build something secure, in order to build something foundational, we've got to wait for concrete to set. It's a fixed position. It's conclusive. It's authoritative. There is a fixed positioning, which is to say the same is true in our lives. We need to be set in freedom to be set. See, many of us, freedom is not just something that we have. Freedom is not just something that we do. Freedom is a verb in this sense. It is something that we must do, which is to say freedom is not a personality type. Freedom is not the vacation that you've been craving. Freedom is not a need for a sense of relief. Freedom is an action. We have to set ourselves in freedom. We have to make sure that we have been set free because if you want to end up at the right place, your settings matter a lot. If you want to build on something important, build on something strong, build on something secure, your settings matter a lot. If you want to get to the right place at the end, your settings matter a lot. And if you want to live the life that God has designed you for, which is a life of freedom, your settings matter a lot. What you are set in matters a great deal. So check your settings, because here's the reality. In a world where so much is shifting, it's more important to be set than ever before. So much around us is changing constantly. How much more important do we as the people of God need to be set? So check your settings. What we're talking about today is are you set in freedom? Jesus has set you free, but check those settings to begin a little bit of introspection on the inside to say, I'm going to check what I'm set in. Check my settings. 
You say, how do you check your settings? Well, the Bible actually speaks a lot about our settings. It tells us where to set our feet. It tells us where to set our head. It tells us where to set our hands. It tells us where to set our soul. We don't have time to go into it today, but I'm just going to give the church a little bit of homework. Read Colossians 3 at some point this week. Take some time, 10 minutes or less, and read Colossians 3, because really it's the moment where the Bible begins to describe some new settings, some settings that we ought to have turned on in our life and some settings that we need to have turned off. I want to walk us through three settings as we're talking about checking our settings to talk about three settings to begin to walk us through today. The first one is this, to set your heart, set your heart. See, Psalm chapter 119, the psalmist writes this. He says, I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I have set my heart on your laws. I love that. I have chosen the way of faithfulness, that there is a fixed positioning. I have set my heart in your laws. That's verse 30, continuing down 112 to verse 112. The psalmist says this once again, my heart is set on keeping your decrees to the very end. What's he saying? He's saying that my heart, it's in a fixed position of obedience to God. It's in a fixed position of faithfulness. My heart, as for me and my life, I'm going with Jesus. My heart is set in God's word. My heart is set on obeying God's laws. My heart is set on, and you know what the thing about our heart is? So much is a result of your heart. The Bible actually says that everything, huge statement there, everything flows from your heart. So what physical, spiritual, emotional, financial, relational, it's a matter of your heart. So what's your heart set in? Do you know what your heart is set on? Do you know what your heart is set upon? Like to take a moment today and say, where is my heart at? What is my heart set in? What do you really want? Because the psalmist is the challenge for all of us. Is my heart set on doing things God's way? I love that. I have chosen faithfulness till the very end. No matter what may happen in my life, as for me, I'm going with Jesus. Because here's what I found about the church and myself included in that. We will pray for God's will, but not want to do it God's way. And we'll pray, God, let your will be done. Let your will be done in our life. We sing songs like that. God, whatever, I surrender it all. But many times there's a clause. There's some fine print underneath that of exactly what we mean when we say God's will to be done. Because we don't want to do it God's way. Because many times it's either we think we know better or it's taking too long. And so actually we begin to pray for God. But can I just tell you today, part of God's will is God's way. Part of what God desires from your life is to live life the way he designed it. This is why it's so important for our hearts to be set in obedience to God, because God wants to train your heart in faithfulness. 
God wants to train your heart in trust of him. He wants to train your heart in faith. He wants to train your heart to say, no matter what's happening, by the way, we walk by faith and not by sight, which means no matter what's happening on the outside, I just have this resolution. I've got this commitment. I've got this thing within me that says, I don't know what this is all about, but I am set in faithfulness. I'm set in obedience to God. I'm set in doing it his way, which, by the way, that's what baptism is all about. That's what we're celebrating at church today. It's a powerful time for us to begin to gather around baptisms because we've got a whole group of people that are saying on the inside, I've got some new settings. And more than anything, I'm setting my heart and doing it God's way. It's just the public announcement that I'm going I'm me for me. I'm doing things God's way. It's the public announcement that says I'm following Jesus. It's the outward expression of an inward setting. You're just saying to our church family, you're saying to Jamboree Road, this is where my heart is set. It's a fixed position. My heart is going to be with Jesus on this. That's why baptism is so powerful. But many times we get it confused and we think baptism, the power of it comes from the act. Can I just tell you today, there is nothing special about that pool outside. It's not holy water. Sorry to say. It's not bust in from the Jordan River. Okay. You could get dunked today in that pool and all it will make you is a wet sinner. The power of baptism is the declaration that my heart is set on Jesus. The power of baptism is saying I've got some new settings. And can I tell you that old settings don't work in a new life. If you have been given a new life in Jesus, it's going to require some new settings. So what is your heart set in? I love that. I am set in obedience to God. I'm set in God's way. Setting our hearts in freedom, setting my heart in true freedom is not living without bounds. Setting my heart in freedom actually means that I'm doing things fixed in the way that God designed it. So let me help us here for a moment, because many times we think that freedom is just living how I want. But the paradox of Christian freedom is that we are most free when we are constrained to Jesus. The paradox of Christian freedom is I am most free when I am confined, when I am set, when I am fixed and and conclusively and authoritatively made the commitment to do things God's way. That's where freedom comes from. That's what freedom is all about. Why is this the case? Because that's the way that God designed it. He has designed you and designed a way for you to live your life. That's why this thing is so important. So check your settings. Check what it is that you're set in. I just think it's so powerful for us to even begin to say this today, because unpacking this idea, new settings for a brand new life, setting my heart in God and following his way for my life. So set your heart. The second setting is to set our mind, to set our mind. Colossians chapter three says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. 
Setting our minds on things above, not on earthly things. What are earthly things? How do I set my mind? It's actually what Paul even begins to write in Romans chapter 8. He says this, those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. What's Paul saying? He says, if you live according to yourself, guess where your mindset is at? You, self. But if you live according to the Spirit, your mindset is on what the Spirit desires. Can I tell you today, God cares about your mindset. He cares about the way that you think about things. Cares about, that's why it's so important for us to set our mind, to pay attention, even just in moments. It matters how you drive. It, it matters how you talk about your coworkers and about your boss. It matters how you treat your server at the restaurant because God cares about your mindset. So what is your mind set on? What have you set your mind to? The encouragement, the challenge. Check our settings. I'm going to make sure that my mind is set on things above. Set on eternal things, not earthly things. But if you're anything like me, that can be a challenge. Let's talk about eternal. I'm just trying to make it through today. I've got family. I've got kids. I've got uh, work. I've got career, I've got traffic, I've got all of these different things, the news, relationships, and I'm just trying to make it through this moment. I'm trying to make it to the end of the day. What are you talking about making it to eternity, setting our minds on eternity? No wonder we're so stressed. No wonder we're so overwhelmed, so anxious about these things because our mind is set on all of these things. And the challenge is, See, actually, as you have your mind set on things above, it changes how you live, changes how you think. This is what happens when the spirit begins to take residence in our life, that it conforms us into the image of God. And what that means is it changes our heart and it changes our mind. It changes the way that we think about things, to have our minds set on things above. But this is the power of freedom. The power of freedom is that it changes the way that our mind is set, changes the way that we think. Can I tell you that having your mind set on things above, having your mind set on eternity is not hunkering down in a bunker, storing up beans until the, the rapture happens. <laughs> this is not what having your mind set on things above is about. Having your mind set on things above is saying this. If Jesus has set me free, then my heart and my mind are set like concrete in the thing that God has designed for me. It's set like concrete in the life that God has designed for me. And this is so important for us to understand today. Watch this, because if you have been set free, it means you operate from freedom. Let me say it again. You operate from freedom that you live, the way that you live your life is from victory. It's from authority. It's from freedom. What am I saying? That as old settings, old patterns begin to come up in our life, it's not that they're not a temptation. It's that I'm already free from that. See, God has set us free. Freedom is a fixed position. It's not just this shaky thing that we've got to try and work out every day. Oh, I got to get set free and I got to get a little bit more free. And I don't know if I'm free enough today, so I got to try and get free. No, freedom is set. 
Freedom is concrete. Freedom is conclusive and authoritative, the Bible said. And as Jesus has set us in that, what begins to take place is we say, I, I live from that place, from freedom. So as we encounter and are confronted with old settings, like holding on to a grudge, bitterness, these things begin to pop up in our mind. Say, you don't know how they hurt me, so I'm just going to not trust them. Or begin to say, it's easier because I've been hurt too many times that it's easier just to prejudge people, not let them in. It's an old setting. Begin to be confronted with these things in our life to even have moments where we say, I'm just going to get cynical. I'm going to get indifferent about and, and it's a challenge for all of us because it's not that those things aren't tempting. It's actually that we, as a people that are set free, we don't even have to fight that battle anymore. We don't have to deal with that anymore. What am I saying? You've heard it said like this. I've lost my train of thought. Some of us, our thoughts are like a runaway train. Going to whatever destination, cynicism, indifference, going to bitterness, running away to anxiety and depression. Can I just tell you, stop letting that train even leave the station. You are a people who have been set free. Don't lose the train of thought. Take advantage over it. Take control to begin to say, God has given me freedom. God has given me authority. So when depression and anxiety come, what do we do? Because they feel so familiar. They feel so comfortable. That's the thing about these old settings is they are comfortable, but it doesn't mean they're not costly. Because even though they're comfortable, it could be costing you your freedom. So having a set mind, it means understanding that Jesus has set me free. Addiction, I've been set free from that. Bitterness, no way, man. I'm not even, I'm not even letting myself go there. Anxiety, I'm not even going to take that on for today. I've been free from that stuff. Having a moment where we even just are challenged, addiction, lust, pride, all of these settings. And what I'm saying to the church today is it's time to start agreeing or cooperating with God about your freedom. It's time to start cooperating with God about your freedom. He has set you free. So are you living in it? Are you cooperating with the freedom that is yours in Jesus? Have your mind set. I'm setting my life in a different direction. I'm setting my perspective towards heaven. I'm resetting my mindset. That's what I'm trying to help us here even today, to have my heart. What is my heart set in? But what is my mind set in? The last one. I'm going to say it a little different. It's setting our eyes. So we set our hearts, we set our minds, but we're setting our eyes, setting our eyes. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse two, the writer says this, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. The way that this verse starts, that's our word, setting. To fix your eyes, set your eyes. Where are your eyes set? What's your focus? What's your perspective? Fixing our eyes where? To Jesus. But do you know that of all the settings that I could find, this is the only one that's written in the progressive tense. 
What I mean to say for those of you that are like, I didn't sign up for a lesson in grammar this morning, <laughs> is that this is the only setting that we continually do. See, we can set our minds and we can set our hearts. We can set our souls. We can set our hands and our feet. And many, you know, we, can, we might need a reset of those things from time to time, but we are continually setting our eyes to Jesus. We continually set our eyes to Jesus. Daily, we set our eyes to Jesus. Moment by moment, this is the thing that we continually do. Our text today, verse 35, Jesus says that the slave does not remain in the house forever, but the son remains forever. The amazing thing about this passage is that Jesus is self-defining himself as the son of God. He's saying, I am the son of God. And he makes a point to say that the son remains forever. It's important because he tells us this before he says where the power of freedom comes from. For the power of freedom comes from the son who sets you free, but the son remains forever. Which is also to say that the work of the son remains forever. What God does in your life, this series is not just a three-week series. This moment where we're talking about freedom is not just an event that we visit. The work of freedom, it remains forever. It's solid. You can build upon this thing. So the son, he remains forever. His work remains forever. That's why I'm just thankful I don't have to get saved every Sunday because it's forever. If I've made a decision to follow Jesus, my eternity is secure. That's why I don't have to get baptized 37 times in my life, because the son, his work, it remains forever. I'm just thankful for this thing. I'm thankful that the work of the son, it remains forever. And Jesus says, this, the work that I do in your life, the work of freedom, the setting that I do, it is a forever thing. But Jesus isn't just talking about himself. For the power behind this, the amazing thing is that Jesus says it's true for me, but it's also true for you. For the Bible says, 1 John chapter 3, that for the love of God, we have been called sons of God. Jesus has made a way for us to have the spirit of adoption. We are welcomed into the family of God. Hallelujah. We are welcomed into God's family. We are called sons of God. In our sin, we, by ourselves, serving ourselves, having our mindset on all this other stuff, we remain slaves. And it's, it's, it's not forever. But, the, but when we come to Jesus, we are called sons. And our status remains forever. We are called sons of God. Through Jesus, we have received. Now think of this for a moment. I'm intentional to say sons of God. I know it's 2021 and the ladies, ladies are saying, what about the daughters? I hear the cry. I'm intentional to say sons of God, not because it's a gender thing, but because in this time it was the sons who received the inheritance. And the power of being called a son of God is that you receive the inheritance that belongs to Jesus. 
regardless, male or female, we are called sons. What's the Bible telling us? We have a rightful inheritance. By Jesus, we have been made available to be called the family of God. And the point of it is not just to enjoy freedom, but the status that comes from being part of the family. Freedom, that's my family's business. Hope, that's my family's business. I don't just get to enjoy the things that God has done for me. I get to be called part of the family. I get status in the person of Jesus. Hallelujah. This is good news. So we set our eyes to Jesus, but we continually are setting our eyes to Jesus. And what he's telling us, what the Holy Spirit would be speaking to the church today is don't forget where you come from. Don't forget what family you belong to. The point is this. This is my family. I have been called a son of God, so I look to Jesus. Why do I continue to look to Jesus? Because he is the author and the perfecter of my faith. He has set me free. He is the one that's made it possible for my salvation. He is the one that's made it possible for my adoption. He is the one that's made it possible for my redemption and for my restoration. Jesus is my older brother. I'm looking to him as my example. I'm looking to Jesus as my advocate. I'm looking to Jesus. Jesus as the goal of my life. I'm looking to Jesus as the prize of my life. This is what the writer says. We fixing our eyes on Jesus as the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. I'm looking to Jesus to know that if he started this thing in me, he's going to finish it. If Jesus said it, as we sang about a moment ago, it is done. He will bring it to pass. If this freedom journey that he started in me the last couple weeks, guess what? He's going to bring it to completion. He's pioneered this thing for me, and he's perfecting it for me. He started it, and he's finishing it. That's why we continue to look to Jesus. My heart is set on following Jesus. My mind is set and cooperating and being on a mission with Jesus, but I'm looking always to Jesus. I set my heart. I set my mind. And here's the last thing I'll say where we close today. It's amazing to me that in Jesus, the reason we look to him is because he has everything we need. We don't have to go searching. I go to Buddha for peace. I go to Muhammad for, no, no, no. Jesus has all we need. So you check your settings. What do you need today? Do you need hope? It's found in Jesus. Do you need help? It's found in Jesus. Do you need a miracle? It's found in Jesus. Do you need healing? It's found in Jesus. Do you need breakthrough? It's found in Jesus. Do you need a moment with him today? It's found in Jesus. Do you need freedom on the inside? It's found in Jesus. Do you need a little bit more faith today? It's found in Jesus. Stand to your feet and give God praise across this place. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. To watch our latest message, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. To stay connected, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Free Chapel OC.